Video Death Loop is part of the Greenlit Podcast Network, a collection of creator-owned shows that have banded together to extend their reach. Come check it out. We've got pop culture. We've got video games. We've got attractive serial murderers. Nope, none of those. Just podcasts about video games and pop culture. GreenlitPodcast.com. Proud to be on it. Check it out. This week on Video Death Loop. DNA. Aliens within ourselves. Waiting. Plus, we gotta get rid of all of Squaresoft USA's office right now. Hello and welcome to Video Death Loop, the show where we watch a video on loop until one or both of us can't take it anymore. I'm your host of this week, John Hurst, and on the other side of the internet is my co-host, Aaron Littleton. I'm here, John. I'm here. I'm bringing, I'm bringing cool vibes. I'm bringing relaxed vibes. That's great. Today. That's great. I- I, I see the the basketful of vibes in you that you brought along for this uh, podcast picnic, if you will. This uh, this list of this is uh, I, I learned a new term about podcasts the other day, and from a, like uh, surely not surely surely sure like new terms about podcasts every day of the internet for sure. But I, I saw some slides from a corporation and like a media network that uh that definitely fell under not too long ago but they were talking about like trying to hype it up for investors and all that and on one side they were they were going on 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 and on and about their podcast content and how it's called de-risked content like de-risked yeah like r-i-s-k-e-d like de-risked like there's no risk in doing podcast apparently we are doing <laughs> non <laughs> not influential not costly content for the people out there in video death loop land there is there is no there's no gain there's no risk it's a thing you can do <laughs> yeah i mean that, that ties in very well to our original slogan it's a like what what was it a thing that you can listen video to death on the loop, internet? a thing that is free on the internet it's a That's great <laughs> slogan it's a it great is. slogan actually it becomes more true with every passing day that is true. Also, on another slide, they uh, they also claimed that they had ninety two percent, like audience retention to where every, like people that that amount that percentage amount ninety two percent was the ones who like uh, completed the episode that they listened to, and it's like that is I've I've not heard a faker number in the world the world of fake town by NPR or some shit. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, if you if you consider. Listen, they're they're redefining what a percent is. This is a de- <laughs> this is a de-risked percent. Oh, I see, I see. This percent is actually it's ninety two percent percent. So it's ninety two percent of one percent. Oh, but that's great. Oh, that's great numbers. That's great retention. That's what yeah, you need. It, if you use enough of math, you can make ninety-two percent of motherfucking people didn't stop after the pot after the hosts were like bye, and they didn't wait on. I definitely want to listen to these post-roll ads. That's that's <laughs> that's what ninety-two percent of their listeners did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they got they got all the way to the very end. Waited they they waited with bated breath. They were like, we cannot, I cannot leave my car until the host says bye. That that's that's the law. Well, then, then you're then you're still holding on, right? I mean, I see I see our numbers. I know a lot I'm of people. I know a lot of people stream our show, 
and they don't stream it all the way through. They get like, they get like, hey, you know what? They get about 92% of the way through. They're like, okay, okay we don't want to hear about having to subscribe. We don't want to, they don't want to, we don't want to hear about liking them on social media and we don't want to hear the post roll ads. So we're fucking out. Maybe they yeah, meant, they maybe they meant some of their listeners listen to 92% of the show. Maybe that's what, because that's a good number. That's a number I can believe because right. that's what I do. I'm a bad podcast listener, probably. I probably should stick around for those post roll ads. And I encourage you to listen to ours because there's that's some good stuff. Yeah. That's Who would, some, how, that's how some else, good, good, good stuff. How else would you know to ask us questions at questions at videodeathloop.com you if you don't go all the way to the you end? Wouldn't. How would you know to tell a friend? That's the best way to, to spread the word. You wouldn't yeah. know that. Yeah, you, don't you hear wouldn't that tell at any other point. You wouldn't tell a friend about Video Death Loop if you didn't we didn't tell you to tell a friend, right? They're like, "Oh my god, right? I gotta make friends so I can yeah. tell them about this podcast." Man, man, making friends is hard. I don't recommend it. Holy shit! I want it is hard though, right? It, it is hard. It kind of, it kind of is. Yeah, but uh, it's like it, at sometimes it's hard, and then it sometimes I don't want to like I don't want to. Sometimes it's it's too it's too easy, right? Like, I remember there was a point, um, you know, a few years after, after like, you and I and a lot of our friends got out of college, you know, a few, maybe five, six years. And I felt like we were, you know, sort of hanging out on the regular and that kind of stuff. And then, like, somebody brought, like, three or four new people around. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be friends with these people. And not because there's <laughs> anything wrong with them. It was just, I don't have room for you in my life. Like you've just landed and here's some people that may, you get along with some of my friends, but I don't have any need for you. I don't want you around. Yeah. yeah other look, person. My, my friend Ram is full. Like I, yeah, I, I, no, it's I'm volatile. Done. I'm I, done. I, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with this amount of friends. It's like, okay, I'm running <laughs> single channel friend Ram here. I, I can put you on the north bus to acquaintance land. That's where we can go. Yeah. I'll slot I'll slot you into Comport three. Oh god. <laughs> the grimy port. Oh yeah, it's virtual, man. Oh man, I are turn that five. shit on and off. Ooh, ooh. Uh Aaron, 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 Aaron. Speaking of uh serial ports and whatnot, weirdly enough, um <laughs> cool. this comes from the land no, of that's that, great. sort of. Um Sort what of. What are we talking about here? I'm going to be excited to see if you figure out a connection to it because I haven't yet. Actually, I'm I'm just oh. doing segues over here. <laughs> that's a, that's not... a bold segue. It's like ah, Aaron does that improv stuff. I mean, if he can make a connection to this, I realize can. I, I realize I was just like dialing. I got dialed back the segue a little bit. I got too excited <laughs> here. But I, I think I think you'll recognize what this is coming. You have no idea what the video is. I do, and we'll start it in three. Two, one. All right, I am. I am in PlayStation. Yes, the PlayStation logo has appeared. Aaron. Okay, it's a Parasite Eve commercial. Is what yeah. it is. <laughs> Are you ready? That's what this is. I, I I figured it's October. It's time to get a little bit spooky. We got to get spooky. Boys. The only way we know how through Japanese RPGs. <laughs> this. Have they, man, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes when you go back in time and you look at stuff and you're like, this doesn't look as good as I remember it. 
and but it's like I see how I see how you know it kind of got there. I feel like okay, yeah, I've just seen stuff. This, this I don't. This looks real bad, John. Is this like <laughs> final actual like renderings from Parasite Eve? Because I don't. This looks terrible. It looks looked- awful. It la- I hate to break it to you, Aaron, but this is pretty close to final if it's not official. I remember final. Parasite Eve looking way better than this. I mean, I'm oh, not, I, I do too. I wouldn't like. I would not. I would not place it on like a you know modern CG budget kind of thing. But there's a lot of this that just has like no shading on it. This looks oh, like no. you knocked together something in like Cinema 4D in 1998. <laughs> you're like, yeah, let's let's just let this let's let this go. I got a copy of Poser on the dark web, and I'm ready to make a video game. <laughs> I downloaded a file that's got a Transformers Beast Wars guy in it. <laughs> It kind of does like it, it It almost looks like like one of them is about to transform into like something that that vaguely resembles like a Jaguar or something. Does Who the knows? game look better? Like all this is just the CG. This was like all yeah. we're seeing is CG. Does the game at least have some level of polish to it? Does it can we can we say that? I, you know, I cannot say that for certain. It's been, it's been a minute. I know Parasite, I can remember Parasite Eve 2 looking better, even if it wasn't as well received of a game. But I don't think it was at least, I think it looked better than the CG we're seeing here. I think we got like the, the, the Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy 7 FMV B team on this one. Yeah, this, these are like the guys that were like, oh, we got to make a scene where Cloud is in a, wheelchair and falls off a bridge that's collapsing or something and we'll just use his like that different model in this one random yeah those guys yeah yeah you know you know because there were like the multiple models that you would sometimes get in final fantasy 7 and one of them was like the overworld model and then there was like one fucking big blowout cg event but they used the overworld model in it instead of the like human scale models yeah yeah and that was the one where Cloud was in a coma and like he fell off a bridge or something. He's in a wheelchair. <laughs> I don't know. Very I don't know. I remember it this. It sounds very I Mac and me this. now that you're mentioning it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's falling yeah, off the <laughs> It does but, feel like that, doesn't it? I feel like the CG in Mac and me may have been better. This. <laughs> and they didn't use any CG, I don't think. In that. Well, they could have, and it would have yeah. been better. I feel, I feel like, yeah, this team, this is a team that it's like, it's like, hey, um, hey, Ted, like, look, great work on Final Fantasy VII Disc Two, uh, but um, we Ted, look, Ted Woolsey is that who this is? Oh uh, yeah, Ted Woolsey, uh, like okay. noted translator, translator of Final <laughs> Fantasy VI and future future CG animator. Okay, uh, <laughs> he he was like, hey, Ted look, Woolsey, he he's the guy that grabbed that that. Uh, episode of Blender from from the dark web or from Kazaa. Yeah. He's like, "Hey, you owe me." Downloaded it directly on Square Squaresoft's like Office because it has the T one line. Yep. Oh yeah, that you know he did. Print that. Like, Print yeah, that look- to a CDR to take home with him. <laughs> yeah, he's only got an ISDN at home. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, look, Ted Woolsey, you did a great job with this. You did translating. Like doing that CG for disc two, great. Uh, look, look, I know you've been trying to get for the uh, the Final Fantasy, the Spirits Within role, but uh, we're gonna have to pass on that. Uh, but we got a game for you. Like, if you want to help work on that, we got this uh, this virus game thing that you know 
kind oh, of man. Resident Evil-y, I guess. I don't know. The guy it's- gets set on fire at the opera. Sounds cool. <laughs> it's like, well, as long as I can say that she's loaded for bear. <laughs> oh, she's loaded for bear. <laughs> I, just, uh, I think she's at one point. I think she's in a zoo. I think she does fight a bear. Now that does she fight a bear? I remember <laughs> fighting. Wait, uh, like, I never beat this game. I think there was pterodactyls. There was pterodactyls, and I'm also pretty sure there was a big dinosaur you fought at the end. That that might be Dino Crisis, man. No, I'm pretty sure you go into the Museum of Natural History and Eve. Uses mitochondria to bring all the dinosaurs back to life. Then you got to fight <laughs> okay. them. I'm pretty that, sure. Uh, I can believe it. Sure from, that happened. I can believe it from the game that opens up with an opera scene that everyone gets set on fire at the opera for spontaneous combustion. <laughs> I can believe that. So. Hey man, that was Ted Woolsey. That was his doing. Like, we don't know how this game's gonna end. Well, have you thought about dinosaurs? <laughs> it turns out. It turns out that like everything in the game is actually like an accident that happened in blender from ted woolsey like for example <laughs> the reason why everyone caught fire in the theater was because he found the fire side a sound a side effect and he kept accidentally saving saving over models and catching them on fire it's like I, I can't i can't undo it i don't have another version of this model i messed everything up it's, i didn't save it i didn't save it i had i had used up all of my 600 megabyte hard drive on blender <laughs> I don't have a CD burner and I don't have 40 floppies. Help me out here. <laughs> it's like, listen, I've got I've got a second hard drive. I'm trying to connect it to my serial port to <laughs> save <you> some <laughs> other models. <laughs> that yeah, that, good 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 callback. Good callback. Uh, yeah. Uh, you did uh, it. We I we yeah, I knew we could do it, John. I knew we could. <laughs> um but yeah, that's all <laughs> oh, Ted Woolsey. That's very good. He's like, oh, and that's after, I guess they make the entire rest of the game. And then at, at the very end, it's like, well, everyone's on fire. We've got to write an opening for this game where everyone is on <laughs> fire because I did not save these models, which is Square's sort of like MO back in the day, right? Which is yeah. why we haven't seen any, like an actual re-release of Final Fantasy VIII or seven with any kind of upgraded models because they didn't save shit. There was like a remastered version that came out a couple years ago, but was that yeah, like but it actual- was all like AI upscaled and stuff like they oh. didn't have they didn't they didn't go back and like work on the bones like because they don't have it. All they've got is like the release game. And I, th- and I think that's why, like, I think all of the re-releases are based on final the, the PC versions of those games, mm. because at least those I think they were able like whoever ported them to pc actually kept better records than square did it's like whatever this game's out delete everything just delete it delete it who needs it i mean like there there are plenty of like plenty of stories about like um like especially in japanese software development where like it's like oh the janitor unplugged this whole server rack i guess we don't have the code to panzer dragoon saga (laughs) And and just like stuff like that all over the place yeah yeah, it's it's something like that for sure. Um, so I, I mean, I can see it. I can see like uh, I don't know. I set everything on fire. If you want any new seeds in Parasite Eve, you're gonna have to use these on fire models because that's yeah. all we got. Yeah, it's like I don't look. I like the fire sound of uh, the special effect a lot. You, you guys don't understand. I that whole theater on fire right now. 
Can't do anything about it. <laughs> Get to story making. Write an opening right now. <laughs> it's got all of this. It, what? What? Is, okay. Yeah. I yeah, there's mitic mitic like is a, a mitochondria. Is that what it? You no, know, it's uh, midi chlorians. Uh, <laughs> it lets them touch. It lets them touch the force. Okay. Uh, listen, Ted Woolsey had just watched Star Trek: The Phantom Menace. Why are we shitting Star on Trek. Ted Woolsey so hard in this episode? <laughs> I don't know. Like, he did a good job hey, with Final Fantasy VI. He did a great yeah, job. He, hey, he. I don't he, think he deserves it. B. No. Does anyone else? Uh, I know our audience. They know exactly who Ted Woolsey is. <laughs> um, I was about to say, does anyone else know who this is? Well, yeah, they do. If they've stuck with you and I for long enough, they're they're down with Woolsey. Yeah, uh, well, like, uh, Ted Woolsey, if you're one of our listeners, I apologize sincerely. Yeah, thanks, thanks man. We appreciate we appreciate it. You helped our yeah. childhood be cool. Um, yeah, but we honestly, are honestly, going to continue shitting on you because we've established yeah. something. You you gave Kefka with a K, and I think that's cooler than the actual translation of it. But look, you did a you, the fake you did a poor job animating this parasite for all these cinematics. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they uh, they have they have mitochondria, which okay. I think we I think we all learned in sixth grade science class is the powerhouse of the cell. Yeah, um, energy. Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure the things I know about mitochondria come from. From that that one sixth grade science class and Parasite Eve, yeah. uh, I think that's it. I think that's all I know about mitochondria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that's about right. And I have a feeling that uh, like uh, like I think the Parasite Eve explanation for mitochondria was like it's like it just kind of vibrates really fast and sets things on fire. I don't know. So <laughs> like the, what I'm what I'm like what I'm remember is the story is that mitochondria are somehow they were originally sort of their own thing existing out in like nature doing their own thing long time ago hanging out hanging out like you do and then then some they sort of like teamed up with other cells that eventually evolved into being you know plants and animals and stuff so Mm -hmm. they're they're their own like sort of lineage right like your mitochondria are working for you and working with you but they are not you and so the big bad in parasite eve is mitochondrian eve and she has a control of all mitochondria and so she can make things like catch on fire or come back to life or something like that i think that's i think that's the story i think you, you ted woolsey you'll have to tweet me just at me if you yeah. need to if you need to ask me or so, correct me on that i think that's how so, it goes so yeah the mitochondria are riding in a human spaceship essentially through through the earth and realize yep. like hey humans gotta suck yeah, What's, what uh, is up? Can we set some on fire and then like rule the world and shit? Like they got these airplanes and fighter jets and stuff. It sounds kind of cool. They got this one police officer who keeps shooting at us. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I forget what I forget what Ayabray's um, deal was. I don't know why they can't set her on fire. I think wasn't um, she like like I assume she was like uh, Prime. My, mitochondria prime or some shit like that i, I <laughs> well, never beat the game that's, so. the, that's eve eve is the eve is mitochondria she yeah controls like, the, i think i guess i Bray has some kind of maybe she's eve's daughter or so i don't know or sister i don't know, I don't know yeah 
Or si- was she a sister? Maybe. Maybe. Was this is this fucking just Frozen? Except for mitochondria and fire and dinosaurs. <laughs> and New York. Because I would watch York. that. I would watch yeah. that set in New York. Yeah. And that yeah. dinosaur. That dinosaur could be like Olaf. Mitochondria Eve could be um, Elsa. Uh, yeah. Ibray could be the other one. Um, yeah. um, that's it. That's everybody in Frozen, right? Yeah, Elsa, no, Olaf, got, and the other um, one. Yeah, you got pretty much everyone. You got the uh, what is um uh, was it Kristoff or whatever the, the like was that he's the good the guy or the bad guy? He was the good. Kristoff sounds good like one. a real fucking bad guy. I, that, it, I'm, I'm casting Kristoff as a bad guy. He's that okay. guy that stumbles around on fire at okay. the beginning of this. <laughs> All right. Remember they went that they went in that one um, spa. That's that's him in the spa. That's it. Okay. <laughs> Disney, very, very. That's see. This is how influential Ted Woolsey is. He didn't just translate Final Fantasy three. He mm-hmm. he also inspired Disney to create probably their biggest modern hit. Ah, like just just went out there and just like. Like they saw the commercial to Parasite Eve, he's like, "I got an idea." <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. <laughs> they what tried. They they had a couple of like t- prototypes where they set people on fire. Didn't work out. Why don't we do the opposite? Let's freeze them. Pretty good. Let's call it yep. frozen. Print it. Call it done. Call it done. I mean, it's right. Like Elsa, she's got all control of all ice powers, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe there's somewhere in the cell. There's like the 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 refrigerator of the cell if we've got yeah. a powerhouse of the cell it's got to power something should be yeah, a refrigerator gotta, yeah you got to keep the, the the cell uh cool like fresh you know elsa it, yeah refrigerator uh, eve yeah and what uh, what else can we do but make instead of make elsa like hide in a room for 13 or plus years or so why don't we just uh turn into a police officer fight crime <laughs> cause crime oppress the mitochondria you know what i pray deserves it she's the bad guy in this yeah i mean probably did something to cause like i was like oh shit like she's in the audience as these uh, people start catching on fire here so probably well, she got a gun at, well she got a gun at this opera on christmas eve no less i mean that that's that's her stocking gun that <laughs> she got into the stocking right it was a present <laughs> merry christmas merry christmas and then, I mean, that's just like at the beginning of Frozen, where Elsa has a gun. And she's <laughs> uh, <laughs> brutalizing people with it, too. That's when the other one's got a flyer fighter jet. I don't know. I'm losing the track here. I'm losing the track yeah. here. Woolsey. Woolsey should have been translating Frozen so I could understand it. I understand Parasite Eve. I don't understand Frozen. I, I, I've been trying to figure out what the, like, the, there's a the couple scenes where, like, stuff is shooting out of the sewer, and I assume it's, like, mitochondrion creatures of some sort, but it, yeah. like, looks too liquidy for comfort. It's like, like, like New York, like, the, the sewer system just went out of control. Yeah, it's definitely, it's poo. Like, let's not pretend it's anything but poo. It's right. mitochondria poo. Is there Mito- mitochondria Mito poo? poo? There about has to be. I mean, they, they got to expel, right? they got to expel, like, excess in some way. Maybe that's the refrigerator of the, of the cell. Maybe Ooh. poo is your refrigerator. Maybe that's really what Elsa has control just over. Just kind of pack it in there and just leave it in the sewer until time is ripe. <laughs> is that what this big goopy hand is, too? Is that mitochondria poo? I mean, yeah, it's very, very blob-esque. Just kind of like reaches out there, get embraced by the the mito poo. 
Monopupria? Monopupria. Yeah. Uh, there, there's also this one shot where like I is jumping from away from a uh, from an explosion and makes it it gives it gives me joy every time I see it. It's pretty good. the The one thing, apart from not having great models in this, they also don't have any kind of idea on how humans or really much of anything moves or animates. <laughs> yeah, there's a scene like showing back where like uh, it's zooming outwards of Aya's face and she looks like she has shark teeth or something. And I don't think that's what they intended. I think she was supposed to have normal human teeth, but just looks like like this. Like, ah, it's just very jarring. There is a OK, so there is kind of a. You know, back back then when they made this game, because this was what, 98, 99, yeah, 98, something like yeah. that. Um, so uh, they, you know, it took a long time to render these scenes out. And so if you had something that was, you know, kind of do and you rendered it out and then you were reviewing your render and it's like, fuck, Ibray has shark teeth in this. Yeah, but <laughs> this was like a two-day render job for this 30-second clip. Like, we don't have time to do it again. Fine, send her out with shark teeth. It's like, okay, can can I just reserve the time for that? No, Ted Woolsey's setting people on fire in the room again. <laughs> God, that's, yeah, that's a four-day render. I would not put anything in there right now. Woolsey, he's got his yeah. finger over the set-on-fire button. <laughs> he is... He, he keeps hitting Control F and and and, uh, and Poser. <laughs> the F stands for fire, <laughs> fire and replace. You should see what he's done to the main character of Final Fantasy VIII already. His hair's supposed <laughs> to stick up. He's melted it. With fire. Yeah, there's a scene we were trying to work on where Renoa asks Squall to dance, and all, the the face is all pixelated. We don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we think it's fire we hope it's fire it might be poo he has also got this mitochondria poo button that yes. he is splashing everywhere yeah. he's drunk with power yeah the we power will never the sell mitochondria look we asked we asked square soft to make secretive evermore we know how that went this is the final straw <laughs> he's the last guy to get rid of from square usa <laughs> We gotta merge with Enix sometime very soon. This is the only person standing in our way. Yeah, you, can, you should see Woolsey's contract. He translated it. He translated his own contract and gave him a lifetime employment. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah, turns out none of, we're not actually very good at negotiating. Yeah, no one, else, no one could read it. We sent it to him in Japanese. He translated it to English, signed it. We signed it, and we soon needed his job. He didn't. Yeah, we thought it was just square. Yeah, we thought it was terms and agreement, and we just did, we just browsed it and hit yes at the end. Yeah, that's what you get when you have one translator on staff. <laughs> <laughs> he truly is the powerhouse of Square Enix. Ah, oh, verily, verily. Fuck it, I'm the, done. I'm tapping. Okay. I'm not watching Seaport Paris. You don't want to. You don't want to watch this fighter jet explode anymore? Oh, I've seen it a lot at this point. It's like, mean, it definitely explodes into like four pieces, one of which looks like a cherry. Uh, Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. There's, it looks like a, like, yeah, the, like a big, big-ass cherry. Yep. Looks delicious. And it's on fire. Yeah, I mean. Woolsey. Woolsey, you've done it again. You've done it again. <laughs> No, everyone will just be like, oh, T Ted Woolsey, 
translator did a lot of good work here it's like you don't know the secret of ted woolsey until no, you i don't know I, i'm already like i'm already concerned like what's ted woolsey been up to since the 90s oh he's gonna hunt us down that's exactly what i'm just saying, well I'm, I'm just wondering like what if this guy's like become like a real shit lord right like it feels I, very I, dangerous to talk about somebody from video games in the 90s I, here in I, 2021 I've seen a couple of interviews with him, and he seems like he's just chill. Seems all right. Yeah, he's, seems he's, chill. He's, he's living on that post FF FF three money. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, you know, doing doing the things and stuff. I, apparently, he only had like uh, a couple of weeks to translate that, if I recall correctly. I, I mean, me misremembering from what I read, but uh, it was definitely sounded like a more rushed job than it probably should have been. I don't know. I think Final Fantasy three's translation's all right oh it's great it, i i'm perfectly fine with it it just like it, i think that's what what it was i think it was just like had to sit down and work on it for a long period of time to get it to get it done in that time period yeah yeah well good job good job Ted bullsey yeah um but you know but but don't set everybody the, on fire next time no no just uh get a bigger hard drive like uh by 1998 you can buy you can buy like a a couple of gigs hard drive at that point 98 yeah, yeah yeah that was doable yeah a little expensive there but you know might be worth it might be worth it to doubt like if you especially if you need to get the latest version of poser for sure we've used we've said poser we've said blender do we mean both is both a thing uh both are a thing um and okay. both uh can like maybe it was different phases maybe it started with poser maybe it ended in blender maybe it all ended in a fiery crash <laughs> of that we know uh, but that's uh now now that you're aware of the secret history of Parasite Eve. Thank you for following us to the 92 percent portion of the show, everybody. Yep, yeah, we have reached. We're rolling. I was we got about 91.5 percent under our belt at this point. Yeah, yeah. And... You've all, you can almost turn this off at any time at this point. But uh, if you haven't, you know, you can you could still rate us five stars on Apple Podcast or. Or wherever you want to rate a podcast at, we're probably there to rate a podcast at. Uh, you can ask us questions at video de- uh, questions at videodeathloop.com. Um, uh, like and subscribe. Tell a friend. Um, tell tell a friend now. Like now that you know about the secret history of Parasite Eve, uh, you know you know, you could tell them too and uh, wonder why you're trying to like like find the fire button in uh, Poser. So <laughs> exactly. Uh. But I, you know, I think I I think I think I've made enough content for right now. Aaron, how about you? I I am content with the content I have made. Okay, all right. We are going to we have satisfied all the requisites needed to end a podcast, a de-risked pod, content, de-risked podcast full of content, and we are closing the show right now. Bye bye. some adventure in your life what mad universe is a podcast about the history of sci-fi fantasy and horror where we delve the depths of pop culture history everything's the same politically but we have ray guns the the actual motive isn't to explore something that's quote scientifically possible or but neither is star wars and i know there's arguments about that but i would definitely consider star wars science fiction you haven't read dune you no, i haven't you can never be the quizat what mad universe on the greenlit podcast network 
Hi, Stu. Hi, Luke. Do you fancy doing a podcast covering every segment of every episode of the beloved 90s cartoon Animaniacs? No, I hate Animaniacs. Join me, Luke, the Warner lover, and him, Stu, the Warner resistor, for Animani Chat, covering every segment of every episode of the hit 90s cartoon Animaniacs, as well as its many spin-offs, including comics, video games, and the movie, not to mention the recent reboot. It's gonna be explainy to the max. Oh...